Today's theme of Advent is love. That's today's theme. And the Old Testament reading today comes from Micah chapter 5, verses 2 and 4. So we're going to read it together, all right? So I want you to listen very closely. This, again, is the Old Testament reading uh, for today, for today's uh, fourth Sunday of Advent. It says this, uh, Micah 5, verse 2 says, But you, O Bethlehem, uh, and I'm going to mess this up, uh, Ephrathath, I don't know, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure for now. He shall be great to the ends of the earth. Amen. There's a, a song lyric I was listening to a lot this week, and it's become a favorite of mine. And it's, uh, I feel that it's fitting today, so I'm going to share it with you. It's fitting when we consider the life, uh, the birth of Christ and the life of Christ. But this is the little the excerpt from the song. It says this, when we've sung a million love songs, we've only just begun. And uh, that song's uh, it's talking about uh, Jesus when that song's written and sung. And I just love that phrase. When we've sung a million love songs, we've only just begun. And I hope that's your prayer uh, today uh, because it's my prayer. It's a great one. For me, this encompasses, that statement encompasses how I feel about the Lord. We've only just begun to experience, to share, and enjoy the Lord's goodness in our lives. We've only just begun to share those things. So this morning, uh, let's stand together. and It's okay, you can stand up. Don't worry if you're the first one. And uh, let's read Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20 together. This is a long passage, but it's Christmas, so we're going to read the whole story, all right? We're not going to end after one verse. So let's read this together. Uh, Luke chapter 2, and we're going to start in verse 1. It says this. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus. Okay, good. It's not up there. All right, cool. You have to listen to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus. This was the first, uh, this was the first registration when, uh, oh man. Quirinius, I don't know, was governor of Syria. Verse 3. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, they, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn, which we know so well. Verse 8. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. 
And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with uh, the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that has been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Amen. Why don't you grab a seat? This really was the first, think about it, the first worship service. I want you to think about it. This really was the first worship service. You see, Luke declares the Son of Man as Savior of the world. He identifies with the poor couple paying taxes. He identifies with the baby in a manger And Luke also acknowledges the angels appearing to shepherds. You see, Luke's record of the birth of the Savior has all the ingredients of a great worship service. So our first point today is audience. We think of the audience. So we look to the audience Luke was speaking to. The report of the child's birth was announced to the shepherds. That's how they found out that Jesus was born. These shepherds were poor Common people whose names were left unrecorded. Think about that for a second. In this uh, main story of Scripture that brings the whole Bible together, we only hear the names of a few people. And the shepherds, such a, uh, the shepherds, such an integral part of the message, their names were unrecorded. When I uh, thought about that this week, I couldn't help but think that it reminds me of us our names will be unrecorded when it comes to scripture our names are in the book of life if you believe uh, in the lord jesus and he's the savior of your life but in terms of scripture our names are unrecorded you see the audience uh that jesus had wasn't palace officials think about that he wasn't born in front of palace officials Uh, there was no media press conference i think today everyone has a press conference for everything they have a press like you can find a press conference oh it's just crazy for anything that's happening there's a press conference but he didn't have one he wasn't just given or uh born in front of the religious elite of that day he wasn't of course not we know that there was no worldwide announcement that the messiah had come there was no worldwide uh, worldwide news networks reporting the news I heard this uh, statement this week by, I listen to sports stuff all the time, so excuse me, that's how my mind works. But I was listening, and the old, one of the old general managers of the Toronto Maple Leafs said that it takes uh, t- uh, 22 seconds for a statement by the Leafs general manager to go coast to coast across Canada. 22, <laughs> 22 seconds, that's the power of the media in Canada for that one team at least. There was no worldwide announcement that Jesus had come. Of course, there was a star, so for those that were paying attention, they would have seen it. But there was no network reporting what had happened. It was reported to shepherds. 
You see, these shepherds were probably too poor to own the sheep they were guarding. Think about that. They were probably too poor to own the sheep they were guarding. The sheep most likely belonged to the religious leaders who raised them for sacrifices in Jerusalem just a few miles away. Think about that. That's very interesting. John 1 verse 29 says this, The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now think about this. God's speaking this today. It's so perfect and fitting that the arrival of the Lamb of God would be announced to those responsible for caring for sacrificial lambs. Think about that. I'll read it again. It's so perfect and fitting that the arrival of the Lamb of God would be announced to those responsible for caring for sacrificial lambs. So our our second point today is the speaker. Our first point was the audience. Our second point is the speaker. The worship service at this first Christmas featured a guest speaker that was out of this world. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. Okay, maybe no one else did. That's fine. I'll just laugh on my own. Happens all the time in my house. It's all good. An angel of the Lord appeared unannounced, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Now think about that for a second. The angel of the Lord appeared unannounced, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. I thought of this when I was reviewing uh, these notes last night. Always be prepared for God to do the impossible. Think about that. I think of these shepherds. They were, I've often thought of the shepherds uh, in my life. I've spoken on this scripture before. But they were really just minding their own business. (laughs) They were just working. They were doing their job. And yet God chose them. And he came in the midst of what they were doing, (laughs) whatever shepherding things they were doing. Watching for wolves, I don't know. But they were just, he came in the midst of their situation and the glory of the Lord shone around them. My prayer is that I would always be prepared for God to do the impossible, for him to do the impossible. You see, very few people have had visible contact with an angel. Think about it. Very few people have had visible contact with an angel. You see, this angel came Without disguise, the angel appeared in the glory of God. Some people say that they feel like there was an angel around them or that they met someone that later they thought may have been an angel. But think about this. The angel came without disguise. The angel appeared in the glory of God. There is no mistaking when an act of God happens. I want you to always remember that. There is... No mistaking when he does something. It's not maybe God did this or I think God did this. No, there is no mistaking when God does something in our lives. You see, fear is an important prelude to worship. Now let's think about this angel. The angel on the glory of God lit up the sky and left the shepherds trembling in fear. Think if you were one of those shepherds and you saw this angel come down or appear before you the truth is is that you would be filled with a sense of fear a different kind of fear a fear of how great god is a fear of how majestic he is a fear of how powerful 
he is. Fear is an important prelude to worship. Here's a question. Is it possible to truly worship a God that we don't fear? We don't like to talk about the fear of God these days. We talk about it when we have young children and we're going to discipline them when we say, I'm going to put the fear of God in them. Uh, when I was a youth pastor, I used to have youth leaders. It's like, I'm just going to come in there. I'm going to put the fear of God on them. And they're going to run for, you know. And th- no, no, that's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> but is it possible to truly worship a God we don't fear? I've always had this thought in my mind that when I stand before God, I will be able to do nothing but bow down before him. Not because he doesn't love me or he isn't interested in me, but because he is that powerful. His glory is that powerful. Think about our sun. It's so many millions of light years away, yet it takes six minutes to get to our skin on a hot summer's day and for me begin to burn it. (laughs) That is how powerful God's glory is. Because he breathed out these stars out of his mouth. And for any of us to think that we could just stand before him under any circumstance, we're crazy. So is it possible, let me ask the question again, is it possible to truly worship a God we don't fear? My answer would be no. But I think it's a good question. I want you to think about it. Here's our third, uh, third thought for this morning. The message. We have the audience we have the speaker, and then we have the message. Again, first Christmas service. Here's the message. The message is of joy, and we just read it. Luke 2, verse 10. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Imagine if you were watching the news network on TV, and they said, Fear not! You you wouldn't believe them. All right. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You see, joy resounds in Luke's writings when the good news is proclaimed. Amen. Joy resounds in Luke's writings when the good news is proclaimed. So the message, it was a message of joy. And uh, our second thought here, it was a message about a Savior. Luke 2, verse 11, I just read it. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Not a king, even though Israel was without a true king. And uh, I read this week, Herod was really just a puppet for what the enemy wanted to accomplish. But uh, there was not a king, even though is, uh, there, were, there was no king, even though Israel was without a true king. He was not a political deliverer, though the people of that time longed for such a deliverer. They wanted a deliverer in their midst. A deliverer deliverer king would have been of great benefit to that generation and maybe even the next generation. You see, we must understand the coming of Christ. Isn't that almost a prophetic picture we get in Scripture of how the people of that time wanted the Messiah to be something he didn't come as? Wouldn't it be true the same for us today when we think about Christ's return? That we want him to be something, but is that who, is he, who, who he is coming back as. No, he's coming back as the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. That's who he's coming back as. Uh, uh, so some thought of him as a deliverer king that would have been of great benefit to that generation of people. And the other people thought that it would be, uh, the Messiah would represent political dynasties that 
would come and go. He wasn't that. Not even a philosopher, even though his, uh, this child would speak the greatest words ever spoken, but he didn't come as a philosopher. A philosopher would have had long-lasting impact. But here's the truth, church. Jesus came as a Savior. And he gave us an eternal impact. That's what he did. You see, if our greatest need was for information, God would have sent an educator. If our greatest need was for technology, God would have sent a scientist. If our greatest need was for money, God would have sent a banker. If our greatest need was for entertainment, God would have sent an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. So God sent us a Savior. Amen? In Him we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 2, verse 2. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only ours, but for the sins of the whole world. Jesus is the sacrifice for every single person in your life that you know needs to know him, including us. So we look back here. This message was a message of joy. It was a message about a Savior. It was a message with universal appeal. Let me read Luke 2, uh, 2 verse 10 again to you. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. You see, it wasn't just for shepherds. It wasn't just for the Jewish people. Again, this is a the theme of Luke's writings. This is the essence of the good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This is the essence of Christmas. This message has universal appeal. And when I say that, don't be mistaken. This message is for everyone. This message isn't just for the elite. This message isn't just for a certain skin color. This message isn't just for a certain person in a certain place. This message of hope that is Jesus is for everybody. Every, everybody. I can't tell you how many times I've had to tell people that Jesus is for everyone. He's not for a select group of people. He's not for a select uh, row of people or certain people that think a certain way. He is for everyone. Finally, in this first worship service, we have this, the response. This is the response of the first worship service. They came to Bethlehem. Luke 2, verse 15 says this, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. You see, whenever and wherever the message of the Savior is told, a response is required. I love that. Whenever and wherever the message of the Savior is told, a response is required. 
not even to, it's not enough to hear the good news. A response is in order. You too must come. We must all come. We must all come. So today, would you bow your heads with me? And we're just going to pray together, and then we'll sing one last worship song before we depart. But I have a few questions for you this morning. I want you just to take a moment to think about them. Here's the first one. Have you accepted Jesus into your heart? Have you ever done it? Have you ever said, Jesus, would you be Lord of my life? I will live only for you. Have you ever done it? My second question is, if you have asked the Lord to be Lord of your life, maybe today you need to make a recommitment to him. Maybe your life's gone sideways. You have had more questions than answers. Maybe you've found yourself walking away from God's word in one way or another. It doesn't matter. But today you have made it clear in your mind, even when you think of this first worship service, that there has to be a response. There has to be a response. I've asked the Lord to be Lord of my life. I'm confident in where I'm going to go when I die. So where does that leave me today? Well, I believe the response is this. The Lord Jesus calls every one of us to serve. He calls every one of us to serve him always. So today, I'm asking for a few things. I'm asking for those that may want to receive Christ Jesus into their life for the first time to make him Lord of their life. Secondly, to recommit their life to Christ. Maybe you've found yourself wandering. You've found yourself not in God's plan. And then the third one is this, to recommit to serving the Lord with all of your heart. To serve the Lord with all of your heart. So I want everyone, just as most of you already have, but I want everyone to close your eyes, bow your heads. This is a private moment between you and God. It's between no one else. And what I want you to do this morning is if any of those three things speak to you that you would like to receive Christ for the first time or that uh, you want to recommit your life to Christ or the third one that you feel that you need to serve him with a new passion, with a new vigor, with a new sense of purpose, I'd like you just to slip up your hand today and I'll watch out for you. So go ahead whenever you're ready, just slip out your hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, amen, thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right. Awesome. I love it. So we're going to pray this prayer together just to make sure that this is uh, prayed in our midst. And so I'm just going to, I'll just pray it over everyone. And and you can speak the words in your heart for those that raise their hand for salvation in any way. But here's the prayer. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your Son. I believe that He died for my sin and that you raised Him to life. 
I want to trust him as my Savior and follow him as Lord. From this day forward, guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in Jesus' name. And God, I think of those of us that need to recommit ourselves to you. Not because anything's been done wrong, Lord, but maybe there's a bit of, we're we're out of alignment with your spirit a little bit, Lord. We just need to refocus on you, Lord. God, I pray that your birth would remind us and increase the passion in our hearts to serve you, God, to, to do your will in our community, to serve you in a new way, God, to serve you in a way that blesses those around us. 